0: Hello, this is Mike Edel and Steve Carpenter from Yakima Chief Hops. Welcome to the 23rd episode of our podcast, Beer, Baseball, and Binds. We're in the middle of harvest, Steve, or we're about three-quarters done, actually, I guess, right?
1: Three-quarters done. Uh, Really happy with the quality so far uh, of the hops, and uh, the quantity hasn't been too bad either. Most guys are picking out at their targets or maybe a little bit more, and... Uh, that's good news for our customers that are looking for uh, Citra and Simcoe and some of these, some of these other varieties because it looks
0: like we might have a few pounds. What what this year, you know, looking across everything that's come in, and there's obviously still a few more varieties to come in, but what was it that uh, Simcoe in particular this year came in you know, quite a bit bigger than expected or bigger than like a three- or five-year average yield. What what do you think happened specifically for that hop?
1: You know, I'm not sure Jason would agree with me. We really haven't talked about it, but I think Simcoe is more of a cooler weather hop. Hmm. It seems to do very well down in uh, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It matures a little bit earlier, but has nice uh, high oil content. And we saw more temperate growing, Uh, conditions here in Washington this this year and in Idaho. Mm -hmm. And I think that contributed in part to uh, a high-quality hop this year and and, uh,
0: uh, good yields across the board. The one category that's coming in a little weak in general are the organics relative to expectation. Is that now something where, because we didn't have any pest issues or anything like that, so is there something about organic production that would have... Almost across the the board, everything's coming in just a little bit. like Not a lot, but just a little bit.
1: I guess my my theory there, and I don't know if it's right or not. We'd have to test it, but uh, organics, uh, typically we like them to hang a little bit longer Mm -hmm. to kind of get that oil and alpha acid and beta acid uh, manufactured inside the lupulin gland. And by hanging a little longer, they get a little more dehydrated. Uh, They get a little bit more... Susceptible to the uh, pests that can get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't look real good, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, uh, coming in as cones because mm-hmm. they've, they've got a little bit of color in them. Yep. Um, but uh, by the time we get a type 90 pellet made, we'd prefer to have the higher oil content and, and more of a typical uh, what a uh, non-organic produced hop would look like.
0: Okay, well, we've got a very special guest this week. It's uh, Fraser Gronley from Brewdog, all the way from Aberdeen, Scotland. Uh, Fraser, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, gents. Uh, and and you're a, we know you're not a big baseball fan, right? But you got a <laughs>
2: chance to go watch the Seahawks yesterday, right? I, I did. Yeah, that was that was our first uh, professional uh, football game that we've gone to see. I've seen a few college football games, and mm-hmm. uh, they're a little bit rowdy. <laughs> I've uh, I've become familiar with tailgating. Uh, <laughs> didn't do any of that yesterday, granted. But uh, yeah, it was great to see the professional game. It was such a spectacle. Uh, they certainly know how to run a party. Yeah, that's for
0: sure. Well, did you see anybody tailgating with any of your punk IPAs out there by uh, chance? Uh, sadly, not. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: think you guys have got it all in the fridge here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we should we should we got to figure out a way to get punk in in Seattle. I know I know yeah. eventually it'll get there, but. Uh, uh, it's such a treat, uh, and and thank you so much for sending uh, some punk and, and uh, Hazy Jane and your other beers to
0: us. It's a rare treat, and we we get to try your uh, try your beers. And I, I'm drinking the Elvis juice. So is this uh, is this Elvis Presley or Elvis Costello? Who is <laughs> <was> the inspiration? <laughs> yeah, I, th- for I think that more on the Presley side <laughs> for sure.
2: But you no, know, that's a really really big beer for us here in the U.S. Um, as you guys know, we were brewing in both Scotland and Columbus, Ohio. Yep. Um so one of the reasons we haven't been able to get beer to Yakima for selection each year is that it, you know we we know beers don't travel that well especially lighter hop forward beers so now that we are actually in full production in Columbus it's a lot easier for us to get some across here in a relatively good state so so
1: what would happen with the Elvis juice if it was all shook up <laughs> <laughs> oh. you, you said it was going to be fun <laughs>
0: But no, now, Elvis is, uh, Martin was here you know, last week, the week before, whenever we chatted, and he said Elvis is is doing better than uh, punk in the United States, and that's the only place in the world that that's flipped around, right?
2: That's right, yeah. Um, it's quite surprising for us. I, mean, I wouldn't say arrogant, but you always think, you know, you've got such momentum with a brand, like we do, Punk IPA, in Europe and the UK, that yep. um, we expected, we, we, expect we hoped that would be the same in, in the US, but actually... People just have a taste for that that punchy fruit aroma, yep. um, slightly higher ABV point as well, and that's yep. that's perhaps quite quite an interesting distinction between what we deem to be IPA like mm-hmm. and, and and what the US market uh, is is accustomed to. So certainly that higher ABV does does constitute quite a an attraction.
0: It, it does have a really nice grapefruit uh, mm-hmm. a, aroma and, and taste to it. So
2: oh for sure, it's a, it's a cracking beer. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I know Frazier, you're a rugby fan, I am, and I remember yeah. the last time I was in Aberdeen. Uh, we were at the uh, Brewdog uh, pub there, one of the two, yep, yep. and uh, you you came about a pint behind the rest of <laughs> us because you were you were at a rugby game, yeah. And, and, and you came in, and I remember just learning about your passion for the sport. And uh, as Mike knows in our baseball podcast, we give soccer a bad time on a regular basis. That's but fine. But, it, <laughs> but but rugby is a legitimate sport. Well, dude. well, it is. I yeah, mean, you so- use your hands. Soccer is basically ninety minutes of pretending you're hurt, and rugby's eighty minutes of pretending you're not. <laughs> that's that's, <right>. that's exactly <laughs> it.
2: You know the, the the age old saying that it's a a thug's j- a thug's game played by gentlemen. Yeah. There you go. Versus a gentleman's game played by thugs. <laughs> um, you know, rugby is one of those great <laughs> sports where you can really, you know, to put it bluntly, beat the shit out of each other for eighty minutes. And then and have a pint have at, a at the end uh, afterwards, yeah yeah. 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 So that was that was one of my last <laughs> games actually that I was playing there, Steve. And uh, yeah, I picked up a bit of an injury. Uh, trying to take on someone that was much larger than me, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that kind of brought <laughs> brought my career in rugby to a little bit of an end. But mm. I'm but still you're running a lot.
0: You're still, I was going to say you were down in the Tri Cities running uh, something. Was it a 10k or a half marathon or mm. full marathon? Or yeah, what was it was. It, it was a half. Yeah, it was a half.
2: And finished third place. Yeah, you got up on the podium, huh? Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Oh, well.
1: yeah. yeah, did they
2: play the Scottish
1: nas- national well, anthem? Well,
2: actually, I was across g- the line, um, and I was quite clearly in third. I think fourth place I was 10 minutes behind. So. Uh, that maybe says something about the standard of the race, but <laughs> or or my standard, pro- probably the former. But um, uh, there was a, yeah. So the the commentators had said uh, that sounds very grand. Commentators, the person with the <laughs> microphone said, and all the way from Scotland, uh, or th- from Aberdeen, this is Fraser Fraser Gor- Gormley, Fraser is it Fraser is that Scotland? Uh, oh, Aberdeen, <laughs> Scotland, and and suddenly everyone was a little bit more interested in this guy, this pasty pasty guy crossing the line in third place <laughs> so i got a
1: nice standing ovation and did, you, nice. Did, you, did
0: you did you did you run with a helmet had the beer cans on the side <laughs> i, or was, tempted, like I that, was tempted i was tempted
1: we we do have an aberdeen in washington state on the yeah. coast but uh i much prefer the scottish aberdeen well, there's
0: an aberdeen in south dakota too back my way in the mm-hmm. midwest so there's a few around yeah. i think there's
1: an aberdeen in alabama
2: as well right Could i, be, I spent yeah. a lot of time in my previous job in alabama and, and yeah I think I
0: think yep. how, long you, how long have you been with brew now
2: so it's about five years for me now uh officially uh I, I knew the guys very very well before and, mm-hmm. and you know I was a huge fan of brew dog before yep. I actually officially professionally joined the business mm-hmm. um but you know it was a rare opportunity to get to combine something that you're hugely passionate about mm-hmm. uh, with a, a career opportunity yeah so the five years have gone super fast um you know it ages you it's a fast growth business but you get exposure to a lot of areas a lot of parts of business that many other companies i think uh wouldn't wouldn't give you and you guys are in a similar place just now with the the rate of growth so I know you'll understand mm-hmm. what what I mean by saying that it's a hugely exciting time. It is. It yeah. is a good time. You're
0: you're officially Fraser. What's your official title? Production manager. No. So or?
2: I, I'm the, I'm the group the group head of quality. Group head of quality. Yeah. Yes. And that's why you're
0: here the entire month of September doing <laughs> yeah, your selections, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Exactly. I don't. I didn't get away with that this year. Last year I was here for about yeah, it's probably three and a half odd weeks. I yeah. think. <laughs> um But my my wife and children this year didn't give me that luxury.
0: But I still think you're probably, of all of our um, brewery partners here, longer as one individual than anybody else. I think by, by at least a, a week to 10 days. So yeah. it's, a, it's a real testament to BrewDog and to you uh, that you spend that much time out here um, really trying to pick and choose and think about hops. I mean, it's it, and it shows, right? I mean, uh, for our listeners who don't know, uh, BrewDog is is clearly the fastest growing you know, big size brewery in the world, bar, bar none. And uh, to be able to continue to do that and, and do it in the way you're doing it and, and continuing to focus on these great beers is is really impressive. And uh, it all goes back to the ingredients and, and the care you guys put into the quality program.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's very kind words. We appreciate that. Um, but it is very true that we, we recognize that, you know, I mean, yes, everyone says yeast are the most important employees in your brewery. Yeah, they sure they sure help you out. But what malt and, and, and hops bring to beer is is essential and, and we certainly recognise that the types of beer we make, hops, uh, they really, really are important. So the time that we invest in in, in spending time with you and, and, and the growers, um, all the way through to fine tuning what analytical parameters we're 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 looking for that can corroborate any aroma um is, is massively important for us. Uh, and it's something that we'll continue to do, providing there's the opportunity to do it.
1: I think that's why really Yakima Chief and BrewDog have been such good partners. That's this common passion for, for hops, uh, common passion for kind of a insurgent mentality culture. Uh, certainly we've admired that about BrewDog over the years, kind of the way they approach uh, things. Uh, they have fun. And that's yeah. what we're all about yeah, exactly. we say, you know? beer <laughs> is supposed to be fun. Yeah. It, it's the uh, entertainment industry. That's what we say, you know? Beer is
0: supposed to be fun. it's 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 just being part of the community. You go out with your friends and your mates, you have a beer, you have a, a couple yeah. and yeah. Uh, and you just have a good time and that's what it's designed for. And so to have a really good beer that everybody can Enjoy at the same time is pretty special. Mm, absolutely. What What are you finding this year with uh, with your selections and the hops you're looking at this year? How's it been going so far?
2: Really well so far. Uh, like I said earlier, I think that what we've built up over the last few years in terms of relationships and and selection criteria has been, you know, coming to this point for us. And I think this year and last year as well, we really hit hit the sweet spot. So so we've selected obviously Simcoe so far, mm-hmm. um, our Citra uh, allocation. We're now into Mosaic. We'll be looking for a Tanum, mm-hmm. uh, Chinook, Centennial, um, and and what we've found so far, is, uh, the hops are great. They're really very very punchy aromas. If I look at Simcoe, um, the first week I was here back uh, for Hop and Brew School, had an opportunity to go around all of the all of the Simcoe growers and have a little smell as the the hops were on the farm, uh, and the things that really jumped out to me across the board were super punchy tropical citrus some nice pine notes in there as well um some of that banana like character that we quite often get from early Simcoe, Uh, and and it was very very easy to say well next week when we select on the table this is going to be this is going to be good Mm -hmm. so when martin and and jason came out then um their 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 notes really corroborated and backed up what what i'd seen on the farm so it translated very well uh onto citra i mean citra has been really punchy this year for us Mm -hmm. um we always find that for us it's finding a balance between being obviously very citrus and uh a herbal fragrant with a little bit of that dankness there mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. say oh gee but a little bit of that's okay but we're certainly more interested in the more vibrant hop mm-hmm. volatiles beyond that um so it's been a it's been a really really good balanced crop for us uh and you can already see how that's going to translate into beers like punk for us um and, and yeah, I just even this morning we had a little chance to smell some otanum uh, on the farms. And really, really interesting to look at a cross section of early to slightly later pick otanum. Uh, and I think it's, we've got a lot of volume of otanum, that's for sure, but it's going to be an interesting little blending exercise over the next couple
1: of days. So we we'll mm-hmm. look forward to that. Very cool. Well, yeah. I know with otanum, I mean, there's a great story behind that. And, and you guys really inspired it because we. We ended up, because it's, it began with such a small acreage, we ended up with some viroids in that variety. Yeah. And because of your interest in it, we went to work and cleaned it up. It's a great story about Pete and his little hop yard that he has down uh, by the Sunnyside Warehouse. <coughs> yep, yep, you know, yep. that's the only place they could find viroid-free plants, and two of the four that were down there. And from those two plants became the autanum that we're harvesting and
0: uh presenting to customers this year. So well, I think that story with uh, the Atanum, the cleanup, Pete having that little yard where we found it to, and it was but it was really to kind of come back and say hey, we got to try to figure out how to get some Atanum to to Brewdog. But the other story that I always yeah. love and the first time I heard it I loved was your very first interaction with uh, with Martin and James at you know, yeah. founders of Brewdog. 12, 13 years ago,
1: when was it? Well, I think it was 2007 at the Brow, something like that. Yeah, 7 Brow, yeah. Yeah, and uh, these two young Scottish fellows would come by the booth, and they had uh, some homebrew that they wanted us to try. And you could just, you didn't have to be around them for more than two seconds just to see their passion for beer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you guys have all been in this position, somebody brings you their homebrew, you're (laughs) a little skeptical and whatnot everything they brought us was absolutely amazing and uh it was during the uh, whether you want to call it the hop shortage or the hop panic uh nobody had hops uh at that time we just got caught short uh but we managed to eventually find some simcoe which mm-hmm. believe it or not we couldn't give away back then mm-hmm. and some autanum we had a i think a pallet of autanum and, and i think some chinook as well and mm-hmm. And we got that to uh, uh, to Martin and James. And uh, um, a, a lot
0: of the beers that you have now are kind of based on those sure. uh, varieties. So, But, uh, to, you know, I, to me, I mean, it was just part of our company, though, right? I mean, you know, you took the time to spend with a couple of guys. And it was just because they showed the passion for beer. And, and we're hop growers, and so anybody that has that we want to share with. And, and to have that, and then the Atanum, and then to see the relationship that's Grown up between the two organizations is pretty, pretty special. And it really hits. T- we had our, we had our, um, we every month we have a new employee orientation day. And, uh, today was the day for this month. And Steve's talking about our mission, you know, and values of connecting, uh, you know, growers to brewers and the relationship between Yakima chief and brew dog is, is mm-hmm. to a T to, to describe that. So, yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. It's something that we never forget about either, um, you know, Martin, as a co-founder, he's still out here every year. Yep. Um, yep. You know, he's uh, he's he's not turned his back on 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 recognizing what the true uh, origins of great beer are. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and and ingredients are are so key. So we, you know, we still look back on it uh, with fond memories. I say we, the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> but believe it or not, five years at Brewdog is uh, a long time. You know, it feels sure. like you've been there for a lot longer. Yeah. But I know the story well, and um, the exposure I got to to you guys. Uh, through through Martin very early mm-hmm. on was was fantastic, and yeah it's yeah, we always appreciate it
1: and we had you know having Martin here a couple of weeks ago and kind of giving his annual overview of the company, I mean, you just sit there and you you can't help but get emotional, yeah, just yeah. hearing about the growth and and you guys are close to opening up the Australian brewery here in a couple of months, right, <laughs> that's right,
2: yeah, we'll be commissioning probably most of November with a view to opening december this year and yeah, you know, that'll be a that'll be an interesting challenge mm-hmm. operating a relatively small brewery, granted, but on the other side of the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, stay well, tuned. Well, those are
0: the guys that all played soccer down there. They are the ruffians, right? They're the ones That's that the right. UK kicked That's out right. to yeah. the Australia the gentleman behind. You right? know, you know the stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just uh, so. Does that mean that the uh, the new Yakima plant is finally on the planning uh, board for uh, uh, creating a brewery here in Yakima? Well,
0: you know, never say never, right? <laughs> I was telling Martin, you know, the the, 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 brood- the air brew dog or whatever you call, it, you got to you got to do an Aberdeen Yakima round trip at least once during harvest time, right? You know, so you can do a couple of trips back and forth. That would make my life a lot easier, no? yeah, That's for sure. Make many of
1: our lives a lot easier. Does uh, uh, Martin and James have any plans to kind of revitalize the brew dog? Uh, brewing reality tv series those were <laughs> absolutely entertaining i just i couldn't wait for another episode to get out
2: yeah i mean there's there's a few a few things underway just now um there's this drink tv uh campaign which we're working on just now where we are showcasing similar things mm-hmm. like the brew dogs tv show did um the focus being you know great quality uh drinks basically mm-hmm. um Presented in a very innovative, fancy, and quirky way, as you yeah. would uh, expect, nothing less from. It's yeah. actually interesting. I, f- I flew across uh, on my first trip across. There were some of the the Bulldog shows on the on the screen on on the BA flight I was on, <laughs> and I was watching one, and actually when the the. The loudspeaker came on to announce something. My screen obviously froze, but it was a scene that I was in as a cameo, <laughs> and the air stewardess <laughs> recognised me and, 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 oh, is that you? <laughs> yep, yeah, it is. Uh, so I got a couple of extra free drinks at that time. Yeah, that's my claim to fame. <laughs> was
0: she was she a, a shareholder or what, what? What do you call the people that are equity pump equity? Punks. Yeah. Punks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: not yet. But I did tell her to uh, to get on the website and invest. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Nah. Yeah, but those. we've, uh, we've, uh, you know, we've been to several different of the pubs around uh, Europe, at least I have, and we I haven't been to Columbus yet, we got to get out there because that one's really going gangbusters now this year, right? And it's oh, yeah. uh, seen some tremendous growth, and that's pretty exciting
2: Yeah, we're probably looking at 100% growth in Columbus for, yep. for the last financial you year You just
0: opened, or are opening in Indianapolis right? Uh, that's a, right, a tap room and That's yeah. right,
2: yep, yep. Um, and yeah, I mean it's just, as you say it's, it's going crazy just now, there's there's real momentum behind the, the US operation mm-hmm. um, Yeah, it's challenging for us in terms of flavor matching or as we described earlier, dealing with the reality that your flagship beer in the UK isn't necessarily your flagship beer in another country. Yep. So challenges but exciting challenges nonetheless. And and the brewery's in a good place.
0: And that's what's again a lot of fun around craft is that you do have to ultimately to be successful you have to, you know, figure out what locally works, right? And that's kinda cool. So
2: absolutely. And and that's been part of our strategy, I think, with um with with Columbus. In that, you're not going to suddenly just expand and and start shipping beer all the way across uh, to you know to California or to Washington, because we know that that beer is not mm-hmm. going to be as good as it can sure. be if it's if it's made more locally. Uh, you know, I personally, you forget how big the US is. Every state is like another country. Yeah, This I get like yeah. someone from Scotland, remember where that's probably the size of a large state. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. So we've got to do it right, and and uh, and I think there's a general agreement in that approach to the. Mm-hmm to the to the u.s operation Mm -hmm. but as you say that momentum just now and and that business model we have of not only bringing equity punks in the journey to Mm -hmm. to help that expansion but our bars our bars and retail estate it's a great way for us to get well-kept beer well-served beer well-managed beer in terms of cellarmanship and so on to the consumer Mm -hmm. so they're real world meccas for beer quality
0: Mm -hmm. i think too uh what you've done to um to revitalize the the Berlin brewery that you acquired from from Stone, you know some of the, the the steps you guys described about trying to make sure you were making beer with a really German <laughs> accent, if you will, or yeah. a, approach, and you know the Dortmunder and a few of those others. That's pretty pretty amazing as well.
2: Yeah, and and they're really tasty beers actually. So uh, we've now got our our next Dortmunder batch in in the system as well as a Zwickel Hellas mm-hmm. and a Berliner Weiss. So. You've got you've got to know what your market wants, and you know I'm sure Stone did know what the market wants, yep. but they also know what they want as well. And yep. I'd be lying if I said we don't want the German community to enjoy Punk IPA, but yep. hell, you've got to you've got to recognize what's doing well there initially, and and and, and build that up
0: uh, in in a, in a sensible way. I know talked with uh, Ryan and Dennis about trying to get the Dortmunder into you know into our um, pouring at uh, at Brow coming up you know in November, is to showcase. Yeah, you know that uh, a, a German style beer, but with a with a dry hop and, and all of that, absolutely, be pretty pretty cool. So
2: I think I think that's locked, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yep. so good.
0: Yeah, it's, no, good. No. it's gonna be fun. We got a we got a lot of fun beers we're gonna be showing showcasing over there and some new varieties. And uh, have you what uh, what are the experimentals out there? Is uh, getting you excited this year or the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean obviously six ninety two
2: for us has been quite an interesting one. Yeah, um, it plays to the flavor profiles that we that we showcase quite a lot yep. you know elvis juice yep. is a grapefruit bomb um 692 presents very high grapefruit and that's a flavor that sits very well in a lot of our beers yeah and um, incidentally we're, we're we're visiting the experimental plot with uh, jason Perrot tomorrow perfect so that'll be my first visit to to the plot and and, and to see what's what's hot right now um mm-hmm. you know what's what's been interesting over the last few years um I think we've just not really capitalized on that fully yet and and I think we're we're now in a position i think to uh to really start helping scale up some of those um so four thirty eight um mm-hmm, yep. sat sabro yep. you know that was uh that was a really interesting one when we smelled that for the first time a few years ago, and since then it's really got this traction it's a, I think it's a marmite sort of hop, right you love it or you hate it, well, <laughs>
0: it yeah i mean i I think you love it or hate it when it's a single. But absolutely. As, you know, but as people are putting it into a mix, that's where I think it's actually starting to really elevate uh, an appreciation for it, right? So absolutely um, agree yeah. with
2: that. Yeah, we've, you know, we've 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 smelled some single sabro beers, and and wow, they're intense and yeah. you know, unmistakable. Very much like that whole sriracha ace character, yep. where if it's yep. there, you know it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our beers we did this year, a small batch mm-hmm. release. It was part of our uh, rotating IPA series, Sonic Boom. Mm. Um, I think it was the second version. Um, that that was a Sabro blend, so we had some Sabro, I think Chinook and Mosaic in there as well on the dry hop charge, and it was there in such a token amount, but it was so well balanced and it really shone through. Um, but really, you y- you know it's there, uh, so y- yeah, you, you get your you get your money's worth with Sabro, <laughs> that's for mm-hmm. sure.
0: <laughs> well, I think something that's also really cool, I and mean, we we with our uh, growers, whether they're owners or not, really try to do a very not really open transparency about everything we're doing, and I think you know, Brew Dog publishing all of your recipes for every beer you've ever made and, and freely sharing that is pretty cool. You know, I mean, you kind of go through and then you read it. it's like, it's, you know, it's great. You're saying, here, Here's the recipe, and I'll see if you can do it, right? But it's really cool that you share that,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's it's great to have that in a final format, but really, the, the amount of beers that we've made since then. <laughs> means that you really need to update yeah. that book quite a lot Yeah. but to have our core beers in there at least, you know, just now and, and some of the single releases, it, it's really sparked the interest of people and you know, do we worry about someone running off and making punk? Well, you could do but... Have at it, yeah. Yeah, have at it you <laughs> know, yeah. great if it means that someone's talking about punk but yeah. <laughs> the reality is, you know, we do things in a certain way yes, there's, there's full disclosure of everything we've done there but you know, you've got brewery settings, you know, you've got mm, equipment sure. settings and that's that's part of the, the the focus on quality we have as well it's not just quality of ingredients uh quality of the program of quality per se but how we select materials for uh our, our engineering feats mm-hmm. uh for installing new equipment we've got a really really great crack team of of engineers uh and maintenance wizards that work in our brewery that sure that,
0: you know they they keep
2: that place afloat they really do yeah so no it's
0: it's very impressive yeah has there ever been a, uh, a professional baseball player that was born in Scotland that you know of? I mean, I know mm, we've had people like Scott question. McGregor and people ob- with an obvious Scottish background that have been professional.
1: Sure, but. I really doubt it. <laughs> but Fraser, that doesn't mean you can't be the first. <laughs> well, listen, uh, <laughs> that's, that's teach your daughters
2: to throw a curveball. So, oh you know? yeah, true. Yeah. They've got they've got an arm in them. Honestly, yeah. my my, they're, they're twin girls. Ailey, she's a couple of minutes older. She has got some right arm in her. All right, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, I'm not quite sure it's curveball action yet, but <laughs> s- the pace at which she th- can throw a ball is, uh, is impressive. And we have a young dog
1: as well who who really takes advantage of it. Bobby Thompson shot heard around the, the world.
0: Nineteen fifty-one. Yeah, sure. He, he, was, he born was born in Scotland? Glasgow.
1: Glasgow, that's yeah. where I was born. Yeah, I'll be darned. There, there we go. go. That's
0: a classic. That's yeah. worth having a beer. Yeah. Alex, you earned your you earned your keep today. <laughs>
1: Corporate Alex came up with that yeah. one. That that
2: that's good. Yeah. I feel like an idiot that I didn't volunteer that information <laughs> coming from the same city.
1: <laughs>
2: no, that's yeah. fantastic.
1: Have you been to a baseball game,
0: pretty sure.
2: I was in the uh, the, the the Mariners game last year. We went. Uh, oh, yeah, right. we
0: went to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fantastic.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had a great time. Yep. The the thing that amazes me about baseball and cricket to a point as well, they're 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 long sporting events and and. You don't just show up for the sake of it you're there you're engaged um and it's hard it's hard not to have fun mm-hmm. um it's just not something that we've really been too exposed to over in scotland as you can imagine that's why mm-hmm. sort of the the rugby side of things is more more our focus yeah uh but yeah i had a great time at that last year um i'm really i'm getting i'm now getting around all of my uh my usa <laughs>
1: yeah. uh sport sport and calendar you know the these the Scottish people like golf obviously mm. it, was, it was invented there and it it's just like golf except the ball's coming at you at 90 miles an hour <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: yep slightly different stick yep well we're we are in the last throws of the playoff push here it looks like we're we're really getting settled on which teams are going to be in the playoffs right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it looks like uh, the Yankees and the Astros are going to be the teams to beat in the American League. Uh, They've got the best records and the best teams, and just happen to be the two cockiest teams, so
0: I won't be rooting for either (laughs) one of them, but... uh,
1: uh, and then, you know, the Twins, it looks like they're in. Um, twins
0: will score five runs a game. It's just whether they'll give up seven or yeah. give up two. You know, I mean, the pitching staff uh, is. Nel- so.
1: Nelly Nelson Cruz is starting he, to he sh- heat he, up here yeah, at the end. Yeah, we talked
0: about it the other day. He's a legitimate candidate for MVP yep. with uh, his performance on the field and then his, uh, you know, his role in the clubhouse, if you will, as the elder statesman around a young team. Yep. So and then you got
1: the Dodgers and the Braves probably in the National League. Yep. Uh, they they seem to be the cream of the crop over there. All yep. of the the Cardinals clinched uh destroyed the Cubs, yeah. 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 So the Cubs are pr- they aren't mathematically out of it, but, but they're, they're, pretty, they're much, pretty much uh yeah, yeah. eliminated. Yeah. And uh of course my Seattle Mariners, they were eliminated uh about Easter, I think this <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it got off yeah. to a good start, but yeah. then you know things fell false,
0: apart. Yeah, false hope there. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the A's to me are actually the 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 probably the and they're not really an underdog. They've they're they're they have a good record and they're they're well known. But uh, I think they the, the, it it'll be interesting to see who is the home team and the and the and the uh, wild card team, whether it's Houston or Yankees, right? In terms of which one ends up with a better record, because I'd rather face the Twins than the A's right now, quite frankly, mm-hmm. in terms of a matchup. So, yep. And then yep. Yeah, we'll that'll
1: see. be interesting. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are playing well without, without Yelich, Yelich which, yep. which is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. They looks like they're in line for another the National League Wild Card uh, yep. teams. But yep. uh, no, that's why October is one of my favorite months. It's just uh, playoff baseball. Not that every game doesn't count in the regular season. This Quite, is when it gets really interesting. Quite frankly, when the Mariners played the Orioles over the weekend, <laughs> yeah. that one didn't clearly count. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: uh but uh it it's uh, my favorite time of the year. Well it's uh you know it's 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 baseball time, it's hop harvest time, you know, it's just it's there's something about autumn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that's you feel like okay, what did we accomplish this year? You can just feel the Hopefully you've done something good and feel a sense of accomplishment. So it's yep. pretty cool to be part. Definitely,
1: it's uh, we're we're starting to get a little more Scottish-like weather. You know, sunsh- that. sunshine without the uh, <laughs> the hotness. Yep, that's why I wore shorts today. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, Frazier, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking time to be with us on the podcast today. Thanks for being around these weeks. We love having you around and obviously love the relationship we've got with you all at BrewDog. And, but thanks for stopping by today.
2: Uh, you bet, guys. It's been my pleasure. And uh, long may this great relationship continue. Well, you know, if you keep great making job. great
1: beer, we'll do our best to try to keep the great hops, good coming. hops Yep, hops, yep. It's a deal. All right. Thanks, Frazier. Right on.